Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. A horrific crash pins a woman between two cars. The latest incident in a terrible week for traffic violence. This is a real crisis on our street. I'm Steve Burns in South Jamaica, Queens. Governor Hochul has COVID. She's asymptomatic and isolating in Albany. I'm Sean Adams. In New Jersey, COVID cases really depend on where you live. There's new thinking about the pill, approved by the FDA on this date in 1960. Prevailing wisdom is that there are no harmful mental side effects for most women, but some researchers think that we just don't know enough about how hormones affect the brain. More in our 88 Seconds in Sound from Monday, May 9th. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernadine. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Craig Allen says it's going to be a nice day today, sunny near 65, but it will be windy throughout the day today. And a woman pinned by a stolen vehicle on Mother's Day fights for her life in a week that brought 11 traffic deaths to the city, a number that alarms safety advocates and has Mayor Adams calling for a crackdown. WCBS reporter Steve Burns is in South Jamaica where the latest incident happened yesterday. Uh, Steve, how is the victim doing? Well, sadly, she's still in critical condition over Jamaica Hospital. Her family's still hoping for the best after this horrific crash here involving what police say was a stolen landscaping truck. The driver trying to make a getaway off this dead-end street smashed into several parked cars, pinned this woman then drove off. That truck was found abandoned about a mile away. No arrests yet. The latest tragic headline in a week that saw far too many. The advocacy group Transportation Alternatives counts 11 traffic deaths over the last six days. Spokesman Corey Epstein calls this a crisis requiring urgent action. This means adding protected bike lanes. This means making it safer to cross the street with safer crosswalks and intersections. And this frankly means expanding the open streets program because when you have car-free streets, you're really eliminating the threat entirely. The city's on track to see a fourth straight year of rising traffic deaths, reversing a 30-year trend. Paul and Wayne. And Steve, what is the mayor planning to do about this? Well, the mayor's been fairly vocal. He's pointing to some initiatives he's already announced, including uh, redesigning of a thousand of the city's most dangerous intersections to prioritize pedestrians. Also pointing to more action needed from the police, more enforcement around speeders, reckless drivers and drunk drivers. Thank you, Steve Burns. 10 o'clock this morning, the New York Attorney General, Tish James, will make an announcement about protecting access to abortion nationwide. Over the weekend, she called for a state constitutional amendment that would ensure the right to abortion under New York law. The leak of the Supreme Court draft that would, could overturn abortion rights compelled James to reveal her own abortion two decades ago. In Connecticut, activists gathered on a bridge in Westport on Mother's Day to rally for continued abortion protections. They were joined by elected officials on all levels, including Senator Blumenthal, Congressman Jim Himes, and Governor Ned Lamont, who is welcoming out-of-state women to safely have the procedure there. The latest official to come down with COVID is the governor of New York at a time that COVID infections are spreading more rapidly across the state. Sean Adams is in White Plains. Sean, good morning. What are the numbers? 
Well, more than 8,600 daily COVID cases in New York right now, so that is an increase of 33% in recent weeks. Nothing close to the last major spike from Omicron that we saw uh, back in uh, December, January. Uh, this time, it is the subvariants, uh, the, uh, the the cousins or the relatives of Omicron uh, that are fueling the spread. And what do we know about them? We know they are much more transmissible. So Governor Hochul is isolating in Albany. Albany is a hot spot right now, high rate of transmission there. Uh, upstate, western New York, those places are seeing more COVID cases, uh, but it appears what, what the doctors are telling us, if you are vaccinated, and we know we have a relatively high rate of vaccination, uh, symptoms uh, can be less severe. Paul, Wayne? Sean, how's the governor doing? Governor Hochul tweeted, she's vaxxed, boosted, and asymptomatic. Uh, she did have to cancel her Mother's Day plans. She was supposed to go down to Washington, D.C. to visit family and check in on her week-old granddaughter, so... Uh, COVID uh, forced the cancellation there. Uh, The governor is going to isolate this week and work remotely. The uh, COVID story in New Jersey really depends on where you live, and we'll get to that next. Let's check the weather forecast now. Craig Allen, last week it was the rain. This week it's the wind, I guess. Wind for the first couple of days. At least it is a dry week. And as we go through the week, temperatures will start to get back to or maybe even a little bit above normal. Looking forward to it. 65 right now uh, for today. It's 47 right now in the city and closer to 40 in many suburbs. It will still be windy, though, today. Tonight, clear, windy and chilly with lows in the mid 40s again near 40 inland. Tomorrow, 64 to 68, and it's still windy tomorrow, but much less so on Wednesday. Highs near 70 degrees. It is 47, humidity 34%. The wind is from a north-northeasterly direction. Well, COVID forced Broadway to scramble to make the Tony Awards deadline, and one of the Broadway shows likely to get a Tony nomination this morning is a musical that evokes the Great Depression with uncompromising bleakness, as the New York Times described it, but is ultimately the opposite of depressing. The reason? The music. And there's a slow, slow train coming up the One reviewer described Girl from the North Country as America singing in the dark with the radiance of divine grace. Girl from the North Country is based on the song by Bob Dylan. It's one of the musicals eligible for a nomination in a year that shows struggled to reach the nomination deadline with fresh COVID outbreaks. Scheduled to announce the 26-category list this morning will be Tony Award winner Adrian Warren and three-time nominee Joshua Henry. Each of New Jersey's 21 counties is counting new COVID cases every day, but the range is huge. The most recent State Department of Health dashboard shows the highest number of new cases is in Middlesex County with 434 confirmed in 86 probable cases. Warren County reports less than one-tenth that number, just 38 new reported cases and neither reported new deaths. Statewide, there was one reported COVID death that was in Monmouth, but hospitalizations are rising and will continue to given the doubling of the COVID caseload in the past week and the typical 14-day lag in people going to hospitals. It's the Monday Morning News Roundup. Welcome to a brand new day in the WCBS Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know this morning. The Lundberg Survey reports the average price of regular gasoline in this country has jumped 15 cents in the past two weeks. Number two, Gallup polling consistently ranks nursing as the most trusted profession. This is National Nurses Week, marking the birthday of Florence Nightingale, the founder of modern nursing. Third thing, supply chain issues are causing a scramble to find baby formula, and prices are soaring. CVS and Walgreens are limiting shoppers to 
three formula products per transaction. Up next, it's our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for May 9th. The pill is one of those things that so many women have taken for so long that we don't even really think about it that much. Right. Mini skirts, hot pants, and a few little fancy frills. Yeah, I'm making up for all those years since I've got the pill. Pills we've always had. The pill arrived May 9th, 1960. The FDA giving couples sexual freedom, but giving women all the responsibility. Why do I have to take the pill and men don't? And there was, I guess, research into a men's pill terminated because the side effects weren't great. Men complaining about acne and bloating and women are like... This CBS News interview with New York Magazine senior writer Anna Silman raises an important concern. The sort of prevailing wisdom is that there are no harmful mental side effects for most women. But some researchers like Sarah Hill think that we just don't know enough about how hormones affect the brain. Here is Sarah Hill at a TED Talk. There's several decades of research now that shows that women who are on the birth control pill exhibit a blunted or altogether absent cortisol response to stress that can cause structural changes in the brain, decrease people's ability to cope with stress, cause problems with emotional regulation, and impair learning and memory. And this doesn't mean that we abandon the birth control pill, but it's time to put the power of information in the hands of women so that way they can make informed choices about their health and who they most want to be. The feeling good comes easy now since I've got the pill Loretta Lynn wrote this song about her experience having four kids before the pill came along and then two more after because she couldn't afford it at the time. Oh, daddy, don't you worry none, cause mama's got the pill. Country radio and country preachers slammed her for this song and all the attention gave her her highest charting pop single. This is the last of the eight number one hits by Billy Joel, born on this date in the Bronx in 1949. And it was in 64, watching the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, that made him know he would be a rock and roller, with 13 albums and a Madison Square Garden residency that continues this Saturday with his 80th MSG performance. This is May 9th. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 